Two things in life are guaranteed, death and taxes. At least we can control the timing of one of them. Welcome to Retirement Mentorship, your mentor to and through retirement. I'm your host, Freeman Lindy, Certified Financial Planner. To Roth or not to Roth, that is the question today. We'll be looking at whether or not you should contribute to a Roth account or a traditional and how Roth conversions play into that. That's coming up on the Retirement Mentorship Podcast. First, the two men tune in, primary points of the podcast in about two minutes. There are two major types of retirement accounts in the U.S., the Roth and the traditional retirement account. They come in IRAs, 401ks, and a whole host of other account types. With a traditional, you deduct the taxes now and pay them later. With a Roth, you pay the taxes now and get tax-free distributions later. They operate opposite of one another. And there's a big debate over which one is better. Of course, it always depends, but depends on what? That's what we'll be exploring in today's episode. First, we'll talk about Roth versus traditional principles in general. When would you want to look at one over the other? Then we're going to look at different tax rates right now and later and how those affect whether or not we would choose a Roth or traditional. Thirdly, we'll look at Roth conversions. The deadline to do that is December 31st of the current year. You don't have until tax day like you do with contributions. And so I want to know if we should do any Roth conversions and what are the different depends scenarios for those. And last, we want to look at some of the impact of doing this. We can save real, real money by doing these tax plans, by knowing the difference between Roth and traditional and when to use either. In fact, we have the ability to save tens of thousands of dollars by understanding this concept. That's all coming up on the Retire Mentorship Podcast. To Roth or not to Roth? That is the question. Taxes are one of the largest expenses you will ever pay. And unlike a mortgage or other types of expenses that you may eventually pay off and have it go away, taxes are something that most people pay for their entire life. We do, though, have quite a bit of control over when we pay those taxes and how much. That's what tax planning and tax strategy is all about. Again, we're not talking about tax preparation, which is looking backwards at last year's taxes to see how we can save on those by claiming different deductions and credits, but rather looking forward and seeing, hey, how much taxes are we likely to pay over our lifetime and how can we reduce those? One of the biggest ways that we can do that is with Roth versus traditional retirement accounts. As a quick summary, a traditional retirement account, such as a traditional 401k or traditional IRA, is an account where you can put in money for retirement and have that money grow tax deferred. Not only that, but any contributions that you put into that account are tax deductible now, meaning that you don't have to pay taxes on that money you earned. So if you earn $1,000 and put it into your traditional 401k, you'd be able to deduct that from your income and you would not pay taxes on $1,000 now. That money will grow tax deferred. You don't pay any taxes on it as long as it's in the traditional account, such as a 401k or IRA. And when you take the money out, which it has to be after 59 and a half, when you take that money out, you will pay taxes at that time. That is a traditional retirement account. Then we have Roth retirement accounts, such as a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k. 
And these operate similar but flip-flopped over traditional. And that is that you still pay the taxes now as the money goes into the account, but then it grows tax-deferred. And as long as you follow all the rules and wait till after age 59 and a half and a few other stipulations in there, you can pull that money out tax-free. You don't pay any taxes on it when you pull it out. So with the traditional account, you don't pay the taxes now and you pay them later. With a Roth account, you pay the taxes now and you don't pay them later. So again, we can control at least the timing of when we pay these taxes. And because we have a progressive tax system, right? we have progressive tax brackets, meaning that you pay a higher amount on income over certain amounts, we can also control the amount of taxes we pay by controlling the timing, right? Everyone pays the same amount of taxes on the first 12500 per person, give or take, right? And, and 25000 per couple married filing jointly, you can take a standard deduction on that first 25000 So everyone pays nothing on the first $25,000 they make. And then for a couple, I'm just going to use couple tax rates here for this entire episode, basically cut it in half if you're an individual. Uh, but for a couple, the next $20,000, give or take, is taxed at 10%. Then the next 60000 again, give or take, they change these each year as they adjust for inflation. But basically the next 60000 is taxed at 12 and then uh, above that is taxed at 22 and then 24 and 32 etc and they go up but you pay the same amount of taxes on those lower tax brackets it's only as you reach higher thresholds of income that you pay more taxes right so when you go into the 24% tax bracket for example you don't pay 24% on all the income you earned only on the amount above that bracket and that's an important distinction because that means we can control how much taxes we ultimately pay over our lifetime by controlling what tax bracket they fall into. And so one of the ways we do that, again, is with Roth accounts versus traditional accounts and when we should pay those. So to Roth or to not to Roth? That's the question, right? Should we put money in traditional retirement accounts or should we put money into Roth retirement accounts? And there are some people that say, I was traditional, right? If you talk to your CPA, your tax preparer about it, you usually get a traditional recommendation, right? Hey, if you put in, you know, you owe this amount in taxes for last year, but you have up until April 15th, and you can make a another contribution to an IRA or some other account, and you can deduct those taxes and lower your tax bill, right? A lot of tax preparers are most concerned with making you pay the least amount of tax in this year, because that's the year they're filing for, and if they can get you a big tax refund, you're likely to go back to them again the following year, and they don't know everything else you have, and so you don't get a lot of Roth recommendations from tax preparers. It's a lot of uh, pre-tax to traditional contributions that you'll get from them. And that's who a lot of people ask, right? Because that's their tax person. If they do their taxes, you would expect them to know which one you should do. And so a lot of tax preparers will say traditional. Um, then you have people who always say Roth, right? Dave Ramsey is one of those people that always says you should do Roth. And they actually teach this in their Financial Peace University, where the mantra that they use is, is match beats Roth, Roth beats traditional, which is if you're getting a, you know, if you have a, a traditional 401k and your employer will match, you know, 3% to 5% of the money you put in there, always do that first because you always want that free money from the match. But after that, always do Roth, always. You always do Roth because Roth beats traditional. And so that's what they teach. So you have some people that always teach. You should always do traditional, and you have others that teach you should always do 
Roth. And part of the reason that some people will say I always do Roth is, you know, think about it this way. If you had $1,000 that you were going to invest in retirement, and then let's say it, it doubles over 10 years, right, or whatever, and then it doubles again and then again, and so it's quadrupled or even, you know, octupled. You have $1,000 become $4,000 or even $8,000. And the thought goes, hey, look, you got $1,000 that's going to turn into $8,000. Would you rather pay taxes on $1,000 now or pay taxes on $8,000 later? Case closed. Let's pay taxes on $1,000 now instead of paying and then get $8,000 tax-free later. That's a better deal. Therefore, always do Roth. But that's not true. At least not the always do Roth. That, that part's not true. It depends. It always depends. right? The answer to every question around finances is it depends. But depends on what? That's what we want to know. Easiest way to explain, I think, is with an example. Let's say that you have that $1,000 and you're going to put it in retirement. And $1,000 over and above whatever you need to take home. It's right, You've earned this. It's before taxes. You have $1,000. And you want to know, should I put this in my traditional 401k or my Roth 401k? That's the question you're trying to determine. So you could put that money in your traditional 401k. Right, and you can put all a thousand dollars in there because you don't have to pay any taxes on it now, and then that's going to grow. Or you could put it in your Roth 401k, but if you do that, you can't put the whole one thousand dollars in there, right? Because you have to pay taxes on it if you're going to put the thousand dollars in. So it's it's disingenuous. It's not fair to say, well, if, if you could put a thousand dollars in a Roth or traditional, which one should you do? Because there's going to be a difference because you have to pay taxes up front. And so let's say you're in a twenty five percent tax bracket. So you can put $1,000 in traditional, or you can pay 25% taxes on $1,000, which is $250, and then put the remaining $750 into Roth. And that's the key distinction. That's what many people are missing out on when they say you should always just do Roth, because they're not really thinking about the taxes up front. They're not making that apples-to-apples apples comparison. Or even say, hey, you have $1,000 after tax, you put it in a Roth or traditional IRA, well, if you did traditional, technically you would save the taxes on that, and then you could put more in, right? Because you save two hundred fifty dollars in taxes on that thousand dollars, so you could put that two fifty in, and then you'd save another taxes on another two hundred fifty, so you could put that tax savings in, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And so you really have to look at the actual amount that's going into these accounts: thousand dollars going into traditional, seven hundred fifty going into Roth. And then let's say that over time, those numbers doubled. Right, so a thousand dollars in the traditional becomes two thousand dollars, and the seven hundred fifty in the Roth only becomes fifteen hundred. Right, because there wasn't as much in there to begin with. So when they double, when they compound, it becomes two thousand and fifteen hundred. Right. So yes, the Roth is growing tax free, and all that money will be tax free. But there's more in the traditional. So how do we know which one is better? And and the answer is, what are the tax rates now when you put the money in, and what are they going to be when you pull the money out? That's the determining factor. Nothing else, right? Because let's say they're the same. 25% now when you put it in, and 25% later when you pull it out. And so with the $2,000 in traditional, when you pull that out, that is now taxable. And, and the $1,500 in a Roth is tax-free. So it, it, after it doubles and you pull the money out of the Roth, you have the full 1500 You can just pull that out. You don't have to pay any tax on it. It's tax-free. Awesome. And when you 
pull out the two thousand dollars out of the traditional and you have to pay twenty five percent taxes on it, that's five hundred dollars, which means that you get after tax fifteen hundred dollars. And so it's the same. If tax rates are the same when you put money in and when you take it out, it doesn't matter. The math is exactly the same. And so the question about whether or not to Roth or not to Roth, it, it, it doesn't matter at all. It's going to be the same. So, but obviously it can matter in other circumstances because the tax rates are not always going to be the same. So that's point number two is you got to look at tax rates now and later. And so right now in 2021, November, we are currently under the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, which rolled out certain tax brackets, revised them, and lowered them for everybody. And under the current law, those tax brackets are set to expire. They expire after 2025. So in 20, uh, tax year 2026, the tax rates will go back up unless they're extended again, right? And there's there's different stuff in the works. And maybe by the time you're listening to this, uh, you know, Biden has different tax plans and different proposals that have been floated, and we'll see how that all shakes out. But right now, right, and all we can do is plan for what current tax law is and then maybe adjust based on what we think it could be. But right now, those are set to expire, which means that the uh, the 10% tax bracket is going to be the same, but the 12% tax bracket will move to 15%. And the 22 will move back to 25 and the 24 will move to 28 and the upper tax brackets will also move. But that's going to encapsulate most people will be in those tax brackets. And so that's a big, that's a big price jump, right? The tax brackets are going to go up. And so... For many people, then, you are better off doing Roth now. Because if you are earning, you know, paying taxes at 22% now, and then in retirement, they're going to go up to 25, well, then you should pay taxes now at 22 to avoid paying them at 25. Right? That's, that's, that's the Roth or not to Roth question, is what are the different rates, and, and you should pay them at the lower rate. Right? So if, if you are in the 22% now, and it's going to go to 25 then you should pay them now and you should do Roth. But that doesn't mean everyone should do Roth just because tax rates are going up, right? Because let's say that you're, you're married filing jointly and you're grossing you know, $110,000, but you're, you're saving into retirement and you're almost done with your mortgage and you're retiring in you know, five or six years. And by the time you retire, your house will be paid off and a lot of your expenses for work will go down and you want to save for retirement and you're paying a bunch for uh, your benefits, which will go away, and Medicare should be cheaper than your current health benefits. And so a lot of your expenses will actually come down. As you're doing your retirement plan, you see, hey, look, we should be able to be retired on $90,000 a year. So we're making one ten now, but we, we'll be just fine on ninety. Like That will cover all of our expenses and some fun money. And with the rest of our retirement plan, like that's what our, our savings, our nest egg can support. And so in that case, even though tax rates are going up, if you did a Roth, you would be paying taxes at 22% now, making $110,000, to avoid paying at 15% later. So now we're paying 7% higher taxes than we need to on that additional income. And that would be a mistake. right? That, that's, that's dumb. We're going to pay the government every dime that we owe them, but we're not going to leave them a tip. And so to pay more taxes than we have to, because you believe that Roth is always better, is dumb. That's a dumb move. 
I think you will probably do a better job managing that money, even if you're giving it away, than the government will. So it's, you have a moral obligation to pay the least amount of taxes that you legally can. And then be better with that money. Be a better steward, a better manager of that money than, than the government is. Most of us, I think, can do that. So, you know, if you're going to if you're going to be retired at a lower tax bracket than you're currently earning, then you would do traditional, not Roth. If you're going to be in the same tax bracket, right? Let's say you you're making uh, one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year as a couple, and you're you're projected to be retired at one twenty. So you're you're still going to be in the same tax bracket, but the brackets are going up. So then you should do Roth. And even if the don't the brackets don't go up, right? Let's say Biden. Uh, extends the tax brackets, keeps the 12, the 12 for longer and, and keeps the 22 and the 22% for longer and, and doesn't, doesn't go up. Well, then it won't matter, right? Because it's going to be the same. If the tax brackets are the same, it's, it's a net even. It doesn't matter if you do Roth or traditional, it'll be the same. But if they do go up, then you'll win by doing Roth if you're going to end up in the same bracket, right? So that's, that's how you decide if you should do Roth or not. What bracket are you going to be in now and what bracket are you going to be in retirement? Are you going up or down a bracket? Right? Some people earn at you know $95,000 a year or whatever and they're in the 12% tax bracket, but they saved it up so much and they want to do a whole bunch of traveling and they're planning to spend $120,000 a year in retirement. More, They're planning to spend more money in retirement than in their working years. And so now they might be you know, putting money away in a traditional IRA, traditional 401k to save 12%. Only to pay 22 to 25% later in retirement. No, you should do Roth then. So that's how you decide, right? Tax brackets now versus tax brackets later. And here's something to consider, right? Even if Biden increases the the length of time on the lower rates and they don't go up, right? They just give out trillions of dollars in stimulus. At some point, the tax rates are gonna have to go up, right? They're not going down anyways. So I think that's one thing to consider is. It, minimally, the rates are not going down, and they're likely to go up. And so you have w- within brackets, you have that to think about. And then, really, though, what's your income going to be in retirement? What does your retirement plan say you need for income, and where you're going to be tax wise in different tax brackets? And that's how you figure out. So, of course, you need to do a retirement plan then before you can do a tax plan, and that's how you would figure out which one to do. So then the question becomes, okay, what about conversions? So that's contributions. Should you contribute to a Roth 401k or Roth, or excuse me, a traditional IRA, right? Roth or traditional for contributions. What about conversions? Because you can convert, right? You can change money over from a traditional retirement account to a Roth account. You pay the taxes now. You don't pay any penalties, but you pay the taxes. And then from then on, it you know grows tax-free. And so then the question, and that the deadline for that is December 31st. Right, it's, it's November 29th as this is coming out, and so you've got a month to complete any conversions you're trying to do. And that's a key distinction, right? Because you can make contributions for the prior year up until tax day, right? So a lot of it's, you know tax preparers will say, "Hey, put five thousand dollars in your IRA for last year, and then we can reduce your taxes for this year right, that you're paying on it." Right, and you have until tax deadline to do that. But with conversions, you only have till the 31st. You got a month from when this comes out, and a whole bunch of tax conversions get submitted to the different brokerage and Schwab and Fidelity and all and Vanguard and all these people at the end of the year. And so they take a while to process. And so you really have like a week, maybe two, to submit a Roth conversion. And after that, you're you're done. You don't. It's not gonna. It's probably not gonna process in time. 
So we need to figure out this now. And and so should we do that, right? Should we move money from a traditional account, pay taxes on it now, and let it grow tax-free? And, and the calculation is the same, right? What What is the tax bracket we're in now, and what is the one that we're going to be in in retirement? So we need a retirement plan first. What's going to be our expenses and our hopeful income? And then with that income in retirement, what bracket is that going to put us into? And where are we now? And should we do that? Right. So, so people maybe that are that are earning eighty thousand dollars a year as a couple, and and they plan to retire and spend one hundred and twenty. Right, they should be doing a conversion of twenty thousand dollars a year, twenty five, give or take, put them up to the top of that twelve percent tax bracket each year from now until they retire, give or take. And by doing that, they'll pay twelve percent, and then maybe eventually fifteen, right, on on that money. And then when they're retired, what they'll do then is, you know, the top of the tax bracket is about $105,000 gross. And so if they need $120,000, they'll pull $105,000 out between Social Security and their traditional accounts. They'll pull $105,000 out a year from traditional, get to the top of that 12 or maybe 15% tax bracket if the rates go back up. And then that additional $15,000 that they need, you can pull that from Roth. And so you can diversify your taxable income in retirement by having some in traditional, some in Roth, and you just pick and choose based on the tax bracket you're in. And in doing that, you will save thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars in taxes. So you need to know what your taxes are now, what they are in retirement, and play the brackets, do a calculation, and figure out how much you should convert to save on taxes. And here's the, here's the deal. This is the last point, the impact of doing all this, right? Maybe you've glossed over, it's hard to explain a lot of this, in audio form, it's much easier to explain in person in a meeting with clients where we can use a whiteboard and whiteboard this out. But here's the key point, is that there's a big impact to be made with taxes. There's a saying that investments are a matter of opinion, but taxes are a matter of fact. That if you talk to me, and then you talk to four other financial advisors, you'll probably get four different investment recommendations four different opinions on how you should invest and hopefully you know ours certainly are hopefully the rest of them are you know evidence-based and research-based and they have good reason behind why you would invest the way that they're telling you to invest as we would do but at the end of the day there's still somewhat an opinion because you can't prove a lot of those things right you can't prove you can't guarantee what what returns will be in different asset classes this that and the other right investments are ultimately a matter of opinion. And hopefully you find the best opinion you can. But taxes are a matter of fact. They, they just are. If you earn a certain amount and you earn a certain tax bracket, you will pay X amount in taxes. And so with that, you can save real money, not some opinion, real money by doing this. And you think about it, right? Let's say that, again, you were you were under, you're in the 12% tax bracket now, right? You can make less than $105,000 as a couple. But you're planning to retire above that. And you did, what if you did $10,000 a year for the next five years? So you would save 10% on that money, right? You, you, you pay 12% on it now so that you can save and not pay 22% on it later. So 10% savings at a, on a $10,000 conversion is 1000 bucks. And if you did it over five years, it'd be 5000 dollars all right it's five thousand real dollars that you will save by doing this conversion 
It's real money. It's real money. Or let's say you're in the higher brackets and 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 you convert $24,000 a year at 24% because your tax brackets are probably going up, right? They might extend the lower tax brackets, but the higher tax brackets probably going up. And so if they go back up to 28 and you convert $50,000 a year at, at 24%, that's saving $2,000 per year. You do that over five years, that's 10 grand in real tax savings. And so this is a crucial, crucial part of financial planning. You can save a lot of real money and if this is all overwhelming all over your head, like any certified financial planner can do this for you and they'll charge you, right? Especially if they're a good, you know, fee-based or, or fee-only financial planner, they'll charge you for it. So they don't have to sell you a product and, and make their money that way and get a commission. They'll charge you a fee, do all the analysis for you, make the retirement plan, do the tax projections, figure out how much you need to convert. And then if they're managing your money, they'll just do it for you too. And, so one thing to think about again is is if you don't want to do all this, you should do all this yourself, minimally. Right? It should not be undone. But if you don't want to do it, find somebody who you can trust to do it for you. Because it, you know, is it worth paying a CFP two thousand dollars for a retirement and tax plan when you'll save ten thousand dollars on the tax piece of it alone? Right? Let, let alone everything that they're going to uncover in the retirement planning portion of it. So this is a critical critical task to be done. You've only got a month to do it. Do your, your retirement plan so we know what that is. Get a tax plan going. Do a Roth conversion analysis and get the conversion in if it applies to you. If you don't want to do all that, find somebody who will. Hope that helps explain the difference between Roth and traditional for you and which one you should do. Helps you think about the different ways that it depends. And we'll see you on Friday with some action items from today's episode. See you then. This podcast is educational only and is not intended to be investment, legal, or tax advice or recommendations, whether direct or incidental. Again, this is not investment advice. Consult your financial, tax, and legal professionals for specific advice related to your specific situation. Never take investment advice from someone who doesn't know you and your specific situation. All opinions expressed in this podcast are the opinions of the speakers expressing them. All performance reference is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Retirement mentorship is not affiliated with or controlled by any registered investment advisor, broker-dealer, or other financial services company.